It begins in Orlando, Florida and travels steadily to the West, beaming across North America and planet Earth and into your head. The world of safety never stops. And now, the Safety FM podcast and broadcast with Dr. Jay Allen. This episode of the broadcast and the podcast is brought to you by Safety Focus Moment. They're consultants that want to help you get the safety culture you've been looking for. For more information, go to safetyfocusmoment.com. Well, hello and welcome to Safety FM. This is Jay Allen. How are you? Well, last week was a busy week. I was in Las Vegas attending a Todd Conklin workshop. Now, I have to tell you, during the workshop, we did some Safety FM live road shows. So it's quite fantastic to be able to spend some time out there in good old Las Vegas. But as things would end up happening, I ended up losing my voice when I was actually in Las Vegas. So I was not able to do as many podcasts and broadcasts as I would have liked. But here's where the interesting thing with a twist ends up taking place. Today, we're going to play a recording that occurred last week during our workshop in Las Vegas. But here's the catch. I'm actually only running the board. What does that mean? So I will actually be taking care of all the sounds and everything going on there. But this particular podcast, you will hear the voices of Todd Conklin, Ivan Puppolitti, Mark Yeston, and Jeffrey Lith. So this is a post-conversation that occurs after the event and what their thoughts were of the event itself. So enjoy this special edition of Safety FM without me being on it, but I am still there running the board. So enjoy it here on Safety FM. Enjoy the best safety shows on the planet on safetyfm.com. It's the whole ERM EDM thing. That was the most old man thing I could have said, I think, probably. So what are you guys thinking? How's life? What's happening? Talk to me, babies. Jeff, you had an interesting week. Very interesting week, yeah. Why? We were here for these three days. Uh, great, great, uh, great progression through the days. Great design of topics we covered. But we were here with 14 members of a, of a client company, and it was a real vertical slice of the organization down to the leadership. It was. Impressively so. Now, can I just speak frankly? Because, well, I'm not a Frank, but if I were a Frank, here's what Frank would say. I thought when you brought all those people, you were crazy. Oh, I mean, it's, 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 it, well, in the good kind of crazy, like crazy like a fox, not uh, crazy like somebody who lives on the street in front of a hotel in Vegas. Um, but I realize now, in retrospect, that was a really a smart idea because you got a big swath from top to bottom. So you had senior, senior people here and ops people, right? And everybody in between. But they also then had to, had to interface with other organizations that are kind of in the same part of the journey. I think in a way it was pretty sweet because sort of shared the pain of transition or they saw that everybody's kind of working the same way to transition. Yeah, it was interesting. One of the comments here just a few minutes ago, David made was that uh, he wishes over the last three days he had a clicker. And every time a comment was made on one of the days that hit home, every, every time a comment was made that was telling their story, he wanted to hit that clicker. And, and at the end of the three days, like how many aha moments or eureka moments or what an interesting yeah, idea we, could do. Yeah, <laughs> we can get we clickers totally 
Yeah. Check that out on Amazon. I will have the technology for you for the next meeting. Prime clickerness. Yeah, they Sweet. could just use their cell phones. It's just an app. There's an app for this? Yeah. There's an app for everything. They could do it live on the uh, on the on the PowerPoints too. It'll come right Which up. Which is actually kind of cool. This is, that's really kind of cool. I like that kind of interaction if it works, right? If it doesn't work, if it's wonky, it's hard to run. What are you thinking, Mark? Emojis. I just think I once again you get people from a just a really diverse cross section. We had everything from people who manufacture airline seats to people who manufacture medications to people who you know fly Use things and drill things and keep things from blowing up. Uh, just such a diversity of disciplines, but the commonality of uh, yearning to learn and get better. And as you see them all sort of connect, like, oh, we're really not that much different, even though the things that we do, it couldn't be more different. The challenges that we face and the strategies that we need to get better are so similar. Is there comfort in that? Yeah, I think so. Yearning to learn. Yearning to learn. That's your, that's your new album. <laughs> that's good. Mark Yeston. Yearning. Yearning to learn. No, it's so what do you think? And I haven't talked to me. So I thought it was really well structured. I think uh, doing the fundamentals the first day and getting them deeply immersed was really nice. I had not seen uh, the uh, learning teams thing before. So Bob's piece was really super interesting for me. I like that. And just seeing the commonality, seeing how it all ties together. You know, like your, our journey, we start out together and then we go apart and we come back after a period of time, not really talking to each other very much and then all of a sudden where we emerge is in a really similar if not the same spot exactly so i really dug that and i, and I think what the 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 uh, if i had my clicker i would say that one of the best things is um you, people came here to learn more about investigations you know we're gonna how do we do investigations and you know when you're confronting the unknown and you're going to go out there and try to find out and and get better and learn or fulfill the, the, the organization's obligation to answer questions after some sort of mishap. People want a roadmap, and they've been given roadmaps. There are all kinds of people out there ready to give them roadmaps to say, you know, uh, do your findings, put them in these categories, and kind of force functioning people to take their what could be really good creative thinking and force it into these boxes that somehow make sense in a formulaic way. And it's really frightening for people when you tell them, um, there's some structure here, but we're not going to force you into boxes. And you can see people think, well, God, I don't know how this is going to work. And then you watch them do it. And you see them organically come up with the categories that make sense, organically come up with the corrective actions or the learning opportunities or the places for improvement, and then be able to organically see what are the things that we can take care of right away and internally, and what are the things longer term that we need to work on to make know the entire situation yeah, I think I'll add on to that too so I think you're absolutely right I think they came looking for a way to do investigations better and I think what they left with was an understanding that they're gonna learn better yeah yeah and it, it was really nice to see that and it was definitely out of the box and the process of co-creating which is really what happens in an investigation anyway right we're all sort of co-creating an explanation that uh, best meets our needs through a forest full of biases that's pretty powerful, but I think you're right. To me, what's interesting is the seductiveness of a process, of a method for investigation, because it makes everything very clean and pretty sterile. Yeah, and if it doesn't work, you'd be like, hey, we followed the rules. Yeah, I mean, we followed, we used your method, right? But I, it comes back always to this thing I think about people fear loss more than they desire change. Yes. Yeah, and so that idea that letting go of something and the world is going to be filled with uncertainty so the quick answer to that is that the world's already filled with uncertainty so don't hold on to crap because you don't really need it 
So, will it make a difference, you think? This week? Yeah. I'm looking at you, oh, Jeff. Hi, hi there. <laughs> you know when you look away, I'm still here, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's made a huge difference. Uh, the curve over the three days, uh, at the end of the first day, there was a lot of, there was a couple sacred cows that hit the floor. The really? Day. There were some sacred cows that got cowed. <laughs> um, and just the evolution over these days, you know, the conversations afterwards, the debriefs, and, and just seeing this evolution, really just, uh, to me, it all goes back to safety. Orthodox safety has had an absolute absence of what I would call true caring and learning. And, and what we've really emphasized is care, learning, um, and just and the, the connection between culture, uh, you know, so what we call safety culture, but being really founded on learning and improvement. It's amazing. And seeing people walk out with two big things, you know, let's call them the two C's because we like two C's. Yeah, like two C's. Um, confidence S- and curiosity. Nice. You know? Oh, so, touche. So I'm sorry, two C. Two C, two C, you know. And uh, we'll have to turn that into some sort of triangle and print on a T-shirt, right? No, um, but the idea is like, you know, gosh, I'm curious about this stuff. And I, and I, I, mean, if I go back out there and, and use that curiosity to learn more about my operation. That's great, but how am I going to do that? And then we give them some tools and they get confidence yeah and i think maybe we could add another c to that communication there's no there's no end to the number of c's yeah, that we can add to that's this. true but i mean if but you're I looking know. for a triangle you kind of need a third c right and if we thought about that third c, i think the triangle metaphor is overused in safety that's right we're going why don't we go with uh why don't we go with an octagon so could you please come up with six more c's i like the nine-legged <laughs> stool <laughs> there's nothing better than a nine-legged milking stool there's always one leg that's out of balance that's right. But but this idea of confidence and communication, capacity, all those C words we use, it's pretty interesting. I, I'm still sort of processing the fact that that you could bring a pretty wide swath of an organization to a public meeting like this, an open meeting maybe is a better word, and uh, have the amount of impact that you had. I thought it was really cool that you, you stayed afterwards and sort of coached and guided um, an after action review at the end of each day. Did they have good things to say? I mean, did they learn lots of stuff? Yeah, that was the curve that I'm talking about. Um, so Monday there was, I wanted to do shows of hands. I couldn't really, but how people were, were coming on. There was people that instantly were, were sold, if you will, right? And there was others that had a bit of trepidation. And as we go through the different discussions, so by, by the end of it, we're, we're leaving now that everybody's returning to where they're from and, and people are just on fire to go back and, and and take this on, go back and apply, go back and play. What do they think? What are they going to do first? Well, what are they saying they're going to do first? Maybe that's a better. What'd you coach them to do first? Well, I'll get a question out of this at some point. I promise. <laughs> you want to zero in on one? We're uh, we're in the midst of a pilot, so we're 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 doing a pilot uh, in a couple other organizations. So we talked about that. Um, the plan is to pilot here in North America and then and then take it global early in the new year. But, uh, yeah, there's one, one learning team that are already making plans to convene here uh, in just a couple of weeks. So, so. Cool. And all this happened with uh, the divider, the other side of the conference room, is um, screaming nurses, which yes. you can hear right now. Yeah, which seems like kind of the name of a movie title, uh, yeah. uh, the uh, Screaming Nurses of Las Vegas. Oh, my. It's not a bad band name. <laughs> no, that is, that's not a bad band name. So what do you think about this idea of collective learning? What do you think about these ideas of bringing companies together in these more open workshops to talk about this new view safety thing? It's, it's interesting. 
It's community that we talked about. Yeah, it's the whole community building thing, the co-creation thing. I wonder if we should think about ways to facilitate this in, in um, not a larger scale. I don't think that we need more people in the room, but more often scale where people could get together like HPRCT or something would take on tasks like this and see if they could run with it. That might be interesting. Good? Yeah. Sort of a large room dialogue focus group. Yeah, I think it's the mixture that is interesting. I hadn't thought about it, but you, you have a lot of different organizations together and they just can't help but sort of compare and contrast what they're doing, where they're going, what they're learning, how things are happening. That's pretty interesting. It, it kind of gives them a little bit of psychological safety too because they, they can see that other organizations are struggling with the same things. And maybe they'll learn more language, different language around how to express those problems and relate to each other. It, it does. You're probably right. It does create really a safe space. I think that's interesting. It's, that's super interesting. Anything else we're missing? No. Great three days. Yeah, it was fun. It really was. A good time was had by most. Can, we're glad to be part of it. Can we go to Aerosmith? Now? I was going to say Aerosmith. Aerosmith is later. So, okay. So we're off to Aerosmith. It was perfect. Thanks, you guys. Thank you, Thank Todd. You. Peace. Bye. Bye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Safety FM.